Blurred up, blurred up. Welcome to this show where we talk about nerd culture from a BPOV, a black POV. If you want to find us, we're on Facebook at B-L-E-R-D-U-P. We are also on Twitter at B-L-E-R-D-U. And we're on Instagram at B-L-E-R-D period U-P. I am your host, Brendan, and I'm joined by Mel. Hello, hello. And Draper. Good evening. We're here to talk about uh, Deadpool Pikachu. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> Detective Pikachu, uh, the first live-action movie from a Nintendo property since Super Mario Brothers in 1993. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I hadn't put that together. Nintendo has been extremely protective uh, of their property since that movie for obvious reasons. I actually have a the trailer here if you guys want to want to have a look real quick sure I, I thought it was hilarious they're brothers they're plumbers oh no they're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite it's incredible that gives anyone who possesses it the power the universe. Get me the rock. I think, I think they were on on that rock when they they made this movie. When you said you were going to show us a trailer, I dead ass thought you were showing us the Detective Pikachu trailer, not the Mario Brothers trailer. Oh, we got we got more coming. Don't worry about it. I know, I know. I just I, I was very shocked to see that. Like, oh, this is wow. <laughs> no, it's it's so ridiculous. Like, I I did you all see this in the theater? Uh, I think so. Did I, th- I, didn't I, see I think it. I, I didn't remember see... seeing it in the theater. Yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. I remember seeing it on like Dennis UPN Hopper's weird years flesh later. cornrows or whatever those were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my grandmother took me to see this movie, and I I was about what seven, eight, and I walked out very confused. I don't know how they got that movie out of that game. Like the game, for what it is, is pretty unambiguous. It's it's weird, but you kind of it's a defined sort of weirdness, and they just. I don't know how they did it, but they made it weirder and less comprehensible at the same time. It's, it's one of the best, worst movies I've ever seen. Totally. It's, it's got like this weird dystopia outside of like the game. Yeah. You know, like before they go into, you know, whatever mm-hmm. world they are, they go into. It's just like the dystopia on the outside is really weird. Yeah. And it's also kind of a waste of a lot of talent. I mean, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo yeah. and Dennis Hopper. Uh, but they are all awful in that movie. Hey, I mean, they didn't have much to work with. They had no choice but to be awful. I, I just, yeah. I just feel like you know, like getting a check is nothing new. This is true. This is true. But you know, this was a pretty big budget bad check. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so after all this time, how does Detective Pikachu fare? We know that uh, Mel wasn't super excited to watch the movie, and, and we'll see how she how she feels going into it. Uh, and me too. Is this closer to Mortal Kombat or closer to the sequel? <laughs> to start, for those who don't know, this movie is based on an actual video game of the same name for the Nintendo 3DS. And so I actually have a trailer for that. Oh, really? To watch. Okay. Sorry, I'm late. Come on, let's go. Tim, don't tell me you confused this guy for me, did you? I'll just see Mel's face. 
Are you saying you're a real detective? I'm not just a detective. I'm a great detective. Detective Pikachu. Bolt of brilliance. We can do this, partner. I'm the brains, and you are the brawn. This coffee smells so good. Pikachu. Thunderbolt. Hey, don't boss me around. <laughs> this all makes so much more sense now. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, apparently there was a petition when this game first got announced. They wanted they uh, they wanted Danny DeVito to voice Pikachu. Uh huh. But he declined hmm. to Smart audition. Man. <laughs> I don't know. Having Danny DeVito talk for Pikachu oh, well, maybe. sounds pretty cool to be. It sounds ridiculous. Okay. It's already ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I guess you just make it more ridiculous. But hold on, wait. I'm curious. Have either of you ever played this game? I have not. I don't. I don't have, have a you? DS. No. No, I have okay. a DS and I have a Switch. I don't have a 3DS. Okay, yeah. I've never played a Pokemon video game ever. I used to play the card game, but never a video game. So this is all brand new to me. And yeah, wow. I'm kind of horrified. <laughs> I never knew about... I knew maybe two or three Pokemon uh, until I picked up Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. uh, but before that, I knew like Pikachu, Jigglypuff, and Charizard. I think those right. were the only three that I knew yeah. by name. I had Pokemon Blue and I watched the the cartoon show growing up i actually knew all the five poke poke reps uh <laughs> wow and this there are references and similarities between the movie and the game as well as the cartoon mm -hmm. for folks who are curious okay uh i want to first talk about the world and the presentation of this movie uh i think older people are going to find comparisons to who framed roger rabbit uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. Um, I think both worlds are not necessarily realistic, but for me, both worlds are, they seem like a lot of fun to be in. Yeah, definitely. The world building was really good, I thought. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting about the whole uh, theory or the concept of Rhyme City and everything else mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, that seems pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's um, Rhyme City a place where humans and Pokemon live in harmony. No Pokeballs, no battles. Pokemon have no jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no trainers. Pokemon have jobs. They work alongside humans. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, the interest music when mm -hmm. when Tim, the, the lead character, went into Rhyme City. It reminded me of Zootopia. Mm, yeah. uh, the way that Judy Hopps enters the city and as she walks in, the, the visuals kind of built the city for you and set the set the mood. There's sight gags or, or there's just kind of fun and cute things for the creatures to do mm -hmm. obviously you know oh, yeah the backgrounds were a lot of fun to watch in this yeah. movie squirtles are obviously firefighters and arcanines are police dogs and you have pokemon sitting on the bench that's just exhausted taking care of their kids <laughs> uh just and this pokemon just doing mundane jobs ditto copies a human mm -hmm. just to do just to do some uh, get, like get coffee and like mm -hmm. do lighting for a tv show right um there are pokemon everywhere uh i think if you're trying to play a drinking game with this movie, you'd probably die. Uh, I, I don't think I don't. I would. I dare the most hardcore fan to notice every single Pokemon on their first viewing. Mm. There's a lot, right? But yeah, I think you can tell the creative team really cared about this. Uh, I think, like Roger Rabbit, when the humans interact with the Pokemon, it feels pretty real. Uh, their eyes are fixed. Uh, there's a there's one scene where Pikachu got on the hood of a car. It's it's in the trailer. He gets on the hood of a car and talks to Tim, 
and it's in an alleyway but the taxi driver kind of looks up like he's surprised and looks at the pikachu it's like these like small details to me were cool yeah they 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 petted them touched them it felt like they were actually touching real mm-hmm. things this movie stars uh jurassic world fallen kingdom scream queen justice smith who was also in the get down and as mm. the trailer shows he was an aspiring pokemon trainer as a child but some unfortunate events happened and he quit his name was justin or justice justice okay okay Years later, he learns of an accident involving his estranged father, and he reluctantly teams up with his father's Pokemon partner to find his dad. And this, of course, leads to a greater mystery and adventure. So, again, there are some parallels with this in Roger Rabbit. Mm -hmm. So, I want to play a little clip of that, too. Okay. This is the tale of an up-and-coming movie star named Roger Rabbit and a down-and-out private detective stay named Eddie Valiant. Ooga booga! Every moment they were together ah! was a new adventure in trouble. Hide me, Eddie! Please! It's a motion picture about friendship. Please, Eddie! Don't tell me I you're making a big mistake! Love. <laughs> Compassion. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I yanked your ears. All the time you yanked my ears? Murder. Marvin Acme. <laughs> the rabbit cacked him last night. Remember, you never saw me. I just love how you, you're looking at the chair like, oh, it's just it's a little kid's movie. And it's like, love. Murder. <laughs> right. Sex. I'd do Sex. anything for my husband, Mr. Valiant. Anything. And violence. <laughs> Tunes gets them every time. You wouldn't have any idea where the rabbit might be. Got a thing for rabbits, huh? The whole thing stinks like yesterday's diapers. It's a comedy a little different from all the rest. I'm a pig! I'm a tune! I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Classic. Yeah, Classic. yeah. I love that movie. It's so great. It's based on a book, and it's like maybe top of a really short list of movies that are way better than the book. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have to read that story. Yeah, or well, not? If honestly, it's, don't if it's because not, if the it's not... book isn't anywhere near as good as the movie. <laughs> yeah, the story is not as good. Or, or is interesting. I wasn't aware of the book at all. But yeah, 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 it was apparently it, yeah. I didn't miss much. Yeah, it was based on a book. There's, I think it's a two. I think it's a duology. There's two books, but either mm. way, neither of them are, are particularly good compared to the movie. But yeah, I I think. There's a parallel here between, you know, this private eye is hired to solve a case in a world of real people that's also populated with these animated characters. The lead character, Eddie Valiant, is a goofball when he was younger, but then, like, this new movie, something tragic happens to him. It causes him to be more hard-boiled and bitter. And it's only when fate brings him in a tune together does his heart thaw and the two solve a case and uncover a greater conspiracy. Yeah. I think it's necessary to clarify here, though, that Who Framed Roger Rabbit is very much meant for adults, and Deadpool Pikachu is for kids. <laughs> it's very much for kids, I think. I I, I don't know if I agree, because yeah. I don't know that this generation of kitty kids mm-hmm. 
is as into Pokemon as like 20 somethings are. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, I don't like know. just from the pure nostalgia factor. So I feel maybe, like yeah. a lot of the resurgence of like the Pokemon mm-hmm. properties and the IP becoming mm-hmm. a lot more valuable yeah. um, or maintaining its value or even increasing its value mm-hmm. has to do with a lot of like now a lot of adults who have jobs that also have buying power. Yeah, right. this is true. Yeah. But the reason I say that is because when I went to go see the movie, um, cause it's out here in Korea early for children's day. So when I went to go see the movie, I have this fuzzy pink jacket and this kid that I did not know about five or six, like ran up behind me on the way into the theater. And I live in kind of a really small sort of neighborhood. So most people know me by sight cause I'm the only visibly foreign person living there, even though I don't know anybody. So people are mad comfortable with me, which is a little weird. Um, but this kid, I didn't know at all, like runs up behind me and starts chatting his face off to me about Jigglypuff. Hmm because of this jacket right and like starts telling me all about pokemon and how much he loves pokemon and oh do you like pokemon and i was like i, I guess and his mom was really embarrassed like leave the lady alone but he was, I mean, he was just really really that's cute. cute that's cute yeah it was really cute and really into pokemon and then because there there were two theaters one for subtitled and one for dubbing and of sure. course all the kids are in the dubbed one so uh... i peeked into that theater and it was packed and then i went to go see the subtitled one and it was all adults <laughs> so yeah like 20 something so i think that there is definitely a child market for it yeah but i also feel like here in korea that's not really a good indication because mm-hmm. um i saw kids in deadpool yeah. because the parents just thought oh it's a superhero movie so oh, i can take fair. my kids to it fair fair yeah but i mean I, when i was going to see deadpool there were no kids like telling me how much they love deadpool on the way in this kid just came up to me out of nowhere and he was so excited he was talking to a total stranger about I, how much he loves pokemon i want to get to that mm-hmm Okay. I guess on from my perspective, a little later. Okay. Um, I want to, cause I have some good and bad things about that. Okay. Uh, I want to go to the actors. So I think Justice Smith, uh, was solid as Tim. Yeah. I've, go ahead. Solid. Uh, I was really down on him for his portrayal of that character in Jurassic Park, or maybe mm-hmm. just the way that that character was written. I, I didn't like, like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I was really critical of him, but I think he's accorded himself a lot better in, in this one. Yeah. Or maybe it was yeah. just better suited to that particular role. Yeah, I think he kind of played the same role in this movie, but it was just a better a better fit for the movie, yeah. like you said. He wasn't the a screen about queen. Him, I did have a moment when I was watching the movie where I thought there's no reason he should be playing this type of role. But he is, so okay. <laughs> you know, like that. It, I don't know. I look at him and I totally and I see a very different sort of potential than like this sort of snivelly, weak kind of dude he always seems to play. Honestly, I think Tim could have been anybody. Honestly. This is true, like yeah. let as as he said, let the man have a check. Yeah, you know? you're right. Yeah. Let, let the blurt have a check. I, yeah, sure. I don't feel like he was as snivelly or mm-hmm. as a scream queen as he was no. before. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I just sorry. think like he's like he was over it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, basically you know his character has a job and mm-hmm. he's just like yeah i'm just not into yeah. pokemon anymore yeah. and i kind of just want to get this over with mm-hmm. like that's how we kind of felt about everything yeah. in the early going of the yeah. movie at mm-hmm. least but then he was just sort of weirdly awkward and just i don't know i i again i thought he was better here than he was in jurassic world but i just every time i see that actor i think you can do better like you can play you could you could play a much greater range of roles than what you seem to be stuck into right now Speaking of of awkward, mm-hmm. uh, Catherine Newton, 
uh, from Supernatural plays the blog reporter. She was horrible. Lucy. Yeah. Horrible. Sorry. Phoned it in. Oh, God. She was awful. She well, was I like. She phoned it in. Yeah. I think she was. I think in the very beginning, like her first introduction, she really handed up. Yeah. Like she just yeah. overacted. It was well, yeah, pretty I, bad. I've never seen her in anything else. So my first thought was this girl can't act because she was she was like in that school of thought where she's like, I'm a very strong and interesting woman and I'm going to do it by barking at everything that I say to everybody. It was just really like, really, well, are we doing is, this? Is that direction though? Exactly. Is that, is that direction, direction or is that like yeah. her? I mean, it might be, but nobody else was doing it's that. It's based on yeah. a cartoon yeah. and the cartoons definitely had characters like that. This so is I, true. So I wonder if that if that but, was how she was directed. But if she's every like, girl yeah. that challenged you to like a Pokemon yeah, battle exactly. was like that. Yeah, girl. totally, totally, yeah. But it was just really like in a movie that was really hard to watch. It was well, kind of. I would say if yeah. everyone's doing it, that's one thing. But if exactly. you're the only character doing it, then that definitely stands exactly, out. exactly. Yeah. But every time she showed up on screen, I was just like, oh my goodness, stop talking. She was horrible. Yeah, I like her. But of course, the star is Deb uh, Pikachu, <laughs> voiced by. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, uh, I keep joking about Deadpool, but he is kind of like a like a PG rated Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool light. He doesn't break the fourth wall, but uh, this Pikachu makes jokes and he curses. Yeah, he does. Just he says, once, Damn. but it was a, oh, a couple times. Yeah, per- you're right. hell. Yeah, I mean it was cool. I mean there, I think there there are some subtle differences, obviously, between this portrayal and Deadpool, but. I, I don't get why the portrayal of the detective always has to be like the 1940s or 50s detective. You know, like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, also like basically in, in here, where it's just like, there's always this this character that's just like, I don't know, it seems like the, the detective ha- is, is, is a huge stereotype. You know, about like just the way that they, they kind of talk and their perspective on life and their viewpoint and everything else like that. It seems so? like it's modeled after like this well tread upon, mm. you know, kind of character archetype for, for, totally. for, you I don't know. know. I, yeah, the hard boiled detective trope. See, see I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel that way. I feel like in the game trailer, he was a little flamboyant, like, I'm the best. And in this, with this movie, he was just Ryan Reynolds. It wasn't like he he, he definitely wasn't Eddie Valiant from Roger True, Rabbit. He yeah. was just he was just Ryan Reynolds. True. And that's that's kind of the a good and bad. Like I enjoyed this Pikachu, but mm-hmm. I just but I just couldn't stop thinking about Ryan Reynolds there. You know, when you hear people voice act for characters, you just see the character. Like Genie, I mean, of course it was Robin Williams, but it was Genie though. Right. You know? This was just Ryan Reynolds. I just saw Ryan Reynolds the whole time. Right. And just to put it out there, I was really annoyed by that, actually. Okay. Like, it was just a little too much. Five minutes of Ryan Reynolds hamming it up as Pikachu was cute, but the whole however long that movie was. It was a long. It's two hours. It's a long movie for a kid's movie. I was, because when I bought the ticket, I was like, how long is this movie? Yeah. But just two hours of Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu really grated on me. I felt like I was watching outtakes from Blade 3. Oh, it was, it was tiresome. Man. Really? Yeah, it was really tiresome. <laughs> I don't feel that. I don't feel that that strongly about it. It 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 was weird for me, but I was. I don't think I've, I was ever annoyed by him because I think he played it down compared to Deadpool and and Blade Three. Right. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the Deadpool character fits how annoying Ryan Reynolds' persona is. Sure. The Blade Three character. Well, that movie was just bad all around, so yes. it didn't matter what who he was playing. In this, it was just on the edge. And there were just times when he would open up his mouth to say something snarky, and I would just be like, oh, really? Not all the jokes landed, for sure. Not at all, no. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. 
I just didn't like for me, I can, I didn't really feel like it was Deadpool the whole movie. It didn't feel like that to me. I, I don't have a stronger connection as Ryan Reynolds to just Deadpool and like, can't, you know, you know, pull those two things apart for, so for me, it was just like Ryan Reynolds, you know, friendly jokey. I mean, he's that way in real life, Yeah. you know, like, so he was kind of the pers- perfect person to play the, you know, mercenary with the mm-hmm. mouth, you know, totally, so to speak. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, but, but I, I just like, for me, I was able to kind of just accept Ryan Reynolds as the voice of detective Pikachu mm-hmm. without too much of the baggage. Yeah. Uh, and the jokes yeah. are just like, I, I feel like, a lot of the timing on the superhero movie jokes and everything like that, I've had some sort of critique where I feel like the writing was good, but the delivery or something or the timing was, you know, you know, not that good. And mm-hmm. I feel like just Ryan Reynolds is really good at timing. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so even if the jokes mm-hmm. weren't that well written, it's just like, all right, boom, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. True. Um, so yeah. um, like in Black Panther, I feel like some of the jokes or some of the actors there didn't land the jokes because of timing, not mm-hmm. because of writing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what, you know, hold on, pause. <laughs> what, what joke didn't particularly land for you in Black Panther? What are those? I, I didn't really feel like that landed because her timing was off. And I thought the joke should have been, should have actually slayed. But for me, the timing was a little bit off. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just the one off the top of my head. But sure, for sure, me, sure. a lot of the jokes where, you know, um, they were trying to bring in some sort of meme or some sort of joke or some, some something else like that from the internet. It didn't necessarily land. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Timing wise for me. I thought mm. they were all cool to me. Yeah. But let's let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep going. Um anyway, uh he was definitely less of a straight edge character than the uh the the video game version. Right. Mm-hmm. Even from the trailer you can see. Um I thought the chemistry between him and Tim was was fine. It was solid. Yeah. I think fine is a good word for it. Yeah. It's like it's mm-hmm. like handshake chemistry, but not dap chemistry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't as iconic as Eddie and Roger. Not that's at all. for sure. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed his relationship with uh Lucy's Psyduck though. That was yeah, that was funny. I don't want to give it away, but it was fun to see that play out whenever they, they mm-hmm. got together. Mm-hmm. That was probably honestly my favorite part of the movie were, were those two. Besides the entrance to the city. Yeah. Um, the action was fine, fine, yeah. solid. <laughs> um, nothing again, nothing really stands out. Um, but I was excited to see my favorite Pokemon, uh, in a big scene, and that was Gengar, the ghost, mm-hmm. the purple ghost yeah, against. Yeah. Uh, mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's my he's my favorite. Okay, cool. That whole that whole that whole squad, the ghost yeah, squad, yeah. they're awesome. Cool. Uh, and we're saying solid a lot here, and you're saying solid a lot here. <laughs> yes, uh, I think it's time that we talk about the writers and the directors can, can we talk about some uh musicians that were in the movie yeah, oh, yeah. go ahead uh did you guys notice the mu- musicians that were in the movie rita orta was rita the rita yeah, Ora was the was mm-hmm. the doctor dr laurent or whatever yeah. yeah and then diplo was also in the movie was oh he? really he was like a dj <laughs> oh that's right oh yeah, yeah. yeah. i didn't yeah okay so i was just you know yeah, go yeah. ahead and i thought that 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 scene, I, the usage of the Pokemon in the movie was really cute overall, and yeah. it was really interesting to see how they kind of managed to integrate some really well-known yeah. Pokemon into really interesting roles. So that the, whole bit with Diplo was cute. The yeah. Bulbasaur, man. Yeah, the Bulbasaur, that was cool. Yeah, Also my mm-hmm. second favorite Pokemon, so oh, okay. very happy about those, those appearances. <laughs> so back to the director. So the director is Rob Letterman. And for those who don't know, he did the Jack Black version of Gulliver's Travels. 
Monsters vs. Aliens, Shark Tale, and Goosebumps. All of which are fine. Yes. They're all just kind of their movies. Not great, but not mm-hmm. anger-inducing. Yeah. And Speak for yourself. Oh, really? Any Jack Black vehicle is, is uh, anger-inducing to me. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. I guess, yeah, okay. Okay. Huh. So, you know, a, a solid movie plus a cool presentation and world would have been great, but we've already talked about how some jokes don't land. Mm. And this is a long movie. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have to be that long. And the third act, to me, is where it really started to decline. True. Uh, the story just got too convoluted for its own good. And you'll you'll love this, Mel. Mm-hmm. Some of the writers of this movie, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them were attached to Letterman's previous movies. Mm-hmm. But I also learned that one of them was a writer for Captain Marvel. That, not a surprise. Not a surprise. Because the whole third act, I missed significant portions of it because my eyes were rolled so far back in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just... You know, Marvel's just another solid kind of their movie, mm-hmm. um, just like this movie. Yeah. Um, honestly, at the end of this movie, I had just had this feeling of eh, slightly above. Eh. Do you know what I thought? What you thought? I thought. What you think? I thought if I was eight or nine, I would love this movie. If I had an eight or nine year old kid, I would love watching this movie with them. Mm. But as an adult watching this movie, I was like, oh, please. Are you serious? Like, it was just not. It didn't have a very, I don't think it has a very strong cross-generational appeal, despite what you're saying about how, like, millennials or whatever we're called or whatever it is now uh, have kind of the, the capital and the nostalgia to really be into Pokemon. I don't really feel like that this movie was made for those folks in this, in its story. So, and I, and I want to touch on that now. Okay. So, I also watched this movie on Children's Day, and there were a lot of kids in the theater, even though it was a subtitled movie. Okay. Um, and I saw some kids losing interest really after the first half hmm. and there was literally a kid who was hitting an empty seat trying to make it go up and down you know how theater yeah. seats kind of yeah, go yeah. up and down oh, and wow. like, like, like fold down he was literally making the chair go up and down mm. not watching the movie like he Actually, did not care anymore that makes sense because the movie stops being really visually compelling after that after first, first half, half. And it gets really talky for a while yes. and that would make sense i mean yes. yeah mm-hmm. and so and here's my problem because this movie i compare it to kind of shazam and captain marvel in in the sense of there's kind of tonal shifts or it doesn't mm-hmm. really know what it wants to be or mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't strike a balance between grabbing kids all the way yeah. and not enough jokes or whatever or nostalgia for for the adults who grew up on this stuff as right. well very true one thing it does a lot better than Shazam, though, is that it doesn't get too scary. Um, yes. So, like, there are bits where, you know, there are points where you think, wow, if this Pokemon was real and really, like, angry and chasing me or whatever, it would be very scary. But the movie does a good job on keeping it cartoony That's and true. light, which I think, I, which, again, is a reason why if I had a kid, I'd totally love watching this with a kid. Yeah. But I don't have a kid. And I watched it by myself with a bunch of small children who thought I was Jigglypuff. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, uh, I would I would concur with that assessment. Um, as as geeked as I was to kind of like go see it and saying like, oh, this is this is going to be fun. I'm behind, you know, taking these kind of weird risks and making furry, you know, jiggly puffs and mm-hmm. everything else like that. Um, would you call me? Huh? <laughs> Before you keep going, we should note that pretty much what you saw in the trailer of Jigglypuff is what you get in this movie. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Which actually was kind of sad because I always, I watched the cartoon a lot and I really liked the Jigglypuff character. Sure. I, w- I thought yeah. that would have been a great joke to have in the film. 
I don't I don't know is this is this a spoiler to say that we don't really like we don't really the other Pokemon don't really talk like they're not voiced. No, it's not a spoiler. Yeah, not at all. Because okay. I think that's, they don't. Yeah. They don't yeah, talk. Yeah, the whole in premise the... is that only this guy can understand mm-hmm. the one the one Pokemon. Pokemon yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I would have thought it would have been a lot more fun to have a little bit more voice acting or character, at right. least from like Pikachu's perspective, like he could understand what yeah, they were yeah. talking about mm-hmm. and actually hear like voices and personalities a little bit more. And we may talk, you may touch on that in the spoilers actually, uh, mm. coming up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it'll be really short, short spoilers. Uh, so don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I keep comparing this to Roger Rabbit, um, and I think it's warranted as a model for other movies and possibly a sequel if this mm-hmm. goes forward. It's just that Roger Rabbit knew what it was. And yeah. it leaned into it and it made some iconic characters, moments, dialogue, and relationships. And with this movie, like I said, it wasn't enough for kids to... There wasn't enough visuals and color for the kids to stay into it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't enough adult jokes or nostalgia for to, to keep adults interested. So right. all in all, like for me, these are kind of my final thoughts. Uh I wouldn't rush to see this movie. Mm-hmm. If you're a big fan of Pokemon, like I think if you saw it at a matinee, you wouldn't totally regret it. Yeah. But if you're not a fan, I would just Netflix it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a great red box rental for movie yeah. night with the kids. It, you know, uh the thing also, you keep comparing it to Roger Rabbit. The thing about Roger Rabbit is it made much stronger choices. Yeah. This movie kind of wimped out on a couple of things. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say um watch it on your phone. like honestly that's the level you know pause it zoom in you know like Mm -hmm. oh is that my favorite pikachu like that's where you're going to get the most out of it like the first half uh, or the first uh act of the movie where you see your introduction into rhyme city um but yeah Mm. that's that's my level of of kind of commitment for this i see several movies a month and i don't necessarily know that you need to rush out and see this in the theater I'll, i'll probably never watch this again there's not really any need to i don't no. think yeah i just there was there was so many kernels of interesting material here i mean mm-hmm. as you said as we as we agreed on the world building was great but i feel like there were some things left on the on the editing table they tried a, a love interest mm-hmm. subplot that just went nowhere in the end yeah it didn't need to <laughs> it, no you're right you're totally yeah. right mm-hmm. but you know, then why do it at all, you know? Right, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I think, just like Shazam, there was a, kind of a father-son dynamic that they could have went deeper with, but they chose not to. Yeah, I rolled my eyes so hard. They kind of wimped out on the payoff for that. Yeah, so, and, and we'll get into that with spoilers yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there you have it, folks. Um, Before we get to spoilers, did you all notice in the trailer mm-hmm. that Nintendo used the same song in a different commercial 20 years ago? I I don't know that I remember any Nintendo commercial I've ever seen, so you're going to have to help me out with that one. What? Let me play the Detective Pikachu trailer, and I'll okay. go to the song that they used in the past. Okay. We're going to do this, you and me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> There's magic that brought us together, and that magic is called... Just off of... Uh, Pikachu's line right there. There's hope. There's definitely a difference between him and Deadpool. So yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want you all to understand that it's not just us saying, "Oh, he's just playing Deadpool." There's definitely a difference here. Yeah. And I actually really like his. I like 
I like Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Like, just like Red Rabbit, he's really trying to, like, help and really trying to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And this kid is just being a dick. Well, he was a well, dick for a, a, a while. Yeah. Just being a brat. Yeah. Anyway, here's the commercial that they use it a long time ago. I already know it, actually. I'm surprised I know it. Great. I'm also kind of embarrassed that I know it. What? I don't know why. Super Smash Brothers. All right. Yeah. I think that's the only Nintendo commercial I remember. <laughs> you in this one? Nope. Something's gone wrong in the happy-go-lucky world of Nintendo. Introducing Super Smash Brothers, where all your favorite characters go toe to toe in one Remember, this was so crazy. The four-player game. Diddy Kong Racing, though. Anyway, <laughs> you all have our have our opinions. Mm-hmm. I think we all agreed on. You know, we all we all came to the same conclusion. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't loathe it. I really yeah. thought I would, but it was it was really compelling for the first fifteen minutes, and then after that, I was like, oh, so yeah, yeah. You know what? It did make me kind of want though. Like, I want them to go back and do a Pokemon, like one of the cartoon style stories, one of the I guess anime stories, mm. but in this style. That would be cool. Cause, yeah, yeah. But just get a kid mm-hmm. and just make it just a more fun adventure. Yeah, exactly. I would mm-hmm. totally be down for that. Yeah, I think that would be way more fun. And give us some Metroid, though. Sorry. Um, <laughs> let's go to spoilers. So again, if you don't, if you don't care, which you really shouldn't. If you haven't seen the movie, turn this off now. Here we go. Three, two, one. So there's really only one big spoiler here, and that is. Ryan Reynolds has been his dad the whole time. Yeah, Deadpool, you are, you are my father. Yeah. <laughs> so Mewtwo went ahead and mm-hmm. switched uh, Ryan Reynolds' consciousness into Pikachu in order to kind of save him. Mm-hmm. Which is, here's what's kind of makes, makes me angry or weird about this, mm-hmm. is that when Mewtwo was putting their souls into the Pokemon. Mm. He just put their whole body in there, yeah, which is yeah. like, how does that work? But it was very, you know, honestly. <laughs> it was childish. It was very, it was very cartoony. That's which, true. I mean, I thought that was a wise choice because just having a whole lot of near dead bodies laying around. On the ground. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's, no, you know. you're very right. <laughs> but it's still weird to me. Yeah, it is weird. But and I thought the same thing because it doesn't always happen. Like the first time they show it, the person is still laying there and then they do everybody. And everybody disappears, and I was confused by that. You but mean you're right. uh, when a Mewtwo got the first? Yeah, because when yeah when he goes that into was, the Mewtwo, that was the yeah. mind link though. Oh, so, so it's a little different. Okay. He had on okay. on, on, that, on that machine. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Bill Nye though. That's something yeah. that this movie has in common yeah. with Roger Rabbit. Great villain, great villain surprise. So yeah, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Nye. Did I kind of saw it coming. But, yeah, I did too. You know. Okay, but, and you it's know. also mm-hmm. Bill Nye, not Bill Nye. I said Bill Nye. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to make okay. sure the audience is clear that <laughs> right. like we're not ah, talking yeah, yeah, about the science guy. Right, right, that yeah, would have no. been awesome. That would have been hilarious. But yeah, you're right. Not that one. <laughs> we're talking about like Love Actually, Christmas is all around hey, us. Bill Nye. Pikachu actually generates like true love. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, I also really like the portrayal of Mew- of Mewtwo. Actually, yeah, that was cool. what made me think. Oh, we could do like the what is it? The first Pokemon movie yeah. that has the Mewtwo storyline. That yeah. would be cool to see in this style. Hmm. But I mean, it's already yeah. done. I just want some mm-hmm. some new stuff. I, yeah. uh, it's like Shazam, man. There was a with the hero or the the, the protagonist. Mm-hmm. There was a father son dynamic. I'm missing my, I don't like my dad. Mm-hmm. Then I learned to love my dad, mm-hmm. 
and with on the other hand you have the father who's and the father and the son are kind of at mm-hmm. odds mm-hmm. i wish i wish writers would kind of do more with that sometimes it, it, i mean yeah. it's, 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 it's kind of like an undercover like, boss situation though yeah kind of right yeah. where it's just like dad gets to creep in and back mm-hmm. into his son's life and, and you know mm-hmm. weasel his way in there and try to see what the what the mm-hmm. mood is right, try yeah. to convince him to like his dad or whatever to be honest i kind of don't like the message of that you know or like if you dis if you disengage from a parent who is not interested in you at all they don't get to sneak back in your life like nothing ever happened but i don't I, like that they mm-hmm. tried to set it up yeah. where like his dad really was interested yeah. in him but they were just both grieving differently yeah and, which okay you know this yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah and they tried to it. set that yeah. up a little bit that so. i get and but again they, they should have done it they should have made a stronger choice it should have been better you're yeah. right mm-hmm. absolutely right because it did i could just see like a little kid who's dad is absent watching this and feeling really bad for no reason right yeah. like you know feeling like oh gosh you know maybe i should i don't know i don't i didn't really like the setup of it that they should have made the dynamic there a lot clearer from an emotional health perspective in I, my opinion i totally agree mm-hmm. i completely agree yeah again it was just it's a two-hour movie it's it's like if you're going to make this long make it meaningful because everything here just felt as you said there weren't strong choices it was just a lot of fluff here and it was not, very hollow. And not like jiggly fluff. It was just really shallowly written. And I don't know if that was because they were trying to strike a balance between live action and the cartoony kind of style. So there were some performances that were really realistic and true to life. And there were some that were way over the top cartoony. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I, I feel uh, just one thing that's just bubbling in my brain mm-hmm. that I don't want to forget mm-hmm. is I feel like they made a reference at one point to how slow the or how much of a departure mm-hmm. it was from what people were expecting, maybe from like mm-hmm. the first half or whatever in the second mm-hmm. half. When it was when Pikachu, you know, just said, I ruin everything I touch. Leave me alone. I mm-hmm. have to go. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he was walking alone mm-hmm. and he was just like singing. Gotta mm-hmm. catch him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. everything else uh-huh. like that where it was just like, yeah. oh, yeah, like that's what you were expecting yeah, in this totally. movie. Mm-hmm. A total adventure going yeah, out there yeah. and catching them all and mm-hmm. battling and this, that and the other. But yeah, that's not what you're getting, you know. Totally. And so I, Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. kind of like popped that in. But I, yeah. I thought that song was weird. It was just a weird, weirdly placed. What I, th- what I did find cool was that that news broadcast or whatever that news played the pokemon theme from or the, oh, the yeah. pokemon uh uh-huh. league hmm. yeah that was cool yeah. but yeah just him singing it it was weird to me it was like where it, did you learn this to be it's weird because it, it was actually ryan reynolds and ryan reynolds was really big into pokemon training oh really ryan reynolds character and justice or justice smith's character mm-hmm. Like he wanted his son to be like really big into that the way that I understood it. And that's what they how they kind of used to bond together when he was a, like a little kid. Uh-huh. And then after his father left to go cooperate with Pokemon, oh, okay. you know, because he felt like that that was the next big thing. You know, I'm going to have a Pokemon partner and it's not going to be about like catching and battling them anymore. And, you know, having this kind of really progressive view towards Pokemon, you know, but he always did. His dad always was really knowledgeable about Pokemon. You know, it was like kind of a Pokemon trainer yeah. like before a long time ago. But yeah. he has amnesia, so there's nothing. Oh, there's yeah. no reason for him to like. It's weird. But I again, just, I see what you're saying I, and what you're saying because it's, it's an weird. issue. Yeah. It's an issue with strong choices because if they had leaned in harder to the idea that this is something that's a continuation from the existing Pokemon universe that we all know, then that would have made 
immediate sense. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, because they didn't make that strong choice, you're like, but what? What happened? How would he know it? He has amnesia. That it's doesn't just, make it's sense. It's just random. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If they had leaned in cl- harder to, I think they were trying too hard to hide that the dad was Ryan Reynolds to actually lean into building that character and a backstory yeah. that wasn't shown through grief. It was weird that they didn't show any pictures in mm-hmm. his house, even yeah. or, mm-hmm. yeah, as yeah. Like now, like yeah. once the once the plot's revealed, you're like, well, this doesn't make this bit doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Right. Like, yeah, even if I was eight years old, would I not know my dad's own voice? Like, yeah, exactly. I, and, and really, I don't, I don't know, right. I don't know how mm-hmm. how old he was when when the mom died, yeah. but like he seemed old enough mm-hmm. to know. Yeah, what, what your dad sounds yeah, like. Totally. I thought that was just weird. Yeah, it was odd. Yeah, he was just lost but uh one thing that this movie does get a surprise shout out from me from me for is uh representation like i was it took me i didn't realize until uh the the annoying woman came on the screen that i lucy yeah lucy whatever her um that they're most that the majority of the characters in the film aren't white i kind of like that and it was very seamless I thought. Yeah. So you had Justice, you had his mother, his grandmother. Uh, you Ken had, Watanabe. Yeah, Ken Watanabe. Uh, you you know, yeah. Uh, you had the, the guys at the Pokemon battle. That was a very mixed crowd. That's true. Uh, so I was I was pleasantly surprised by sure. that. Yeah. Um, also, just the normalization of multiculturalism. Sure. Justice is clearly a biracial person, and they didn't back out of that with making his parents both racially ambiguous people. He clearly had a black mom and a white dad. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. that was interesting, too. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily see that a lot in movies, especially not kids' movies that aren't on the Disney Channel. So yeah, and they mm-hmm. also didn't like whitewash his his black mom. Yeah, exactly. She was a black black mom, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't want to spend too much more time on this. Yeah, no kidding. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to watch a better movie, go watch the new uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Oh, is that good? I it's, haven't it's seen cool. it. Yet. Yeah. It, okay. it, it, uh, so you know. The leading Green Lantern has, has been John Stewart, the Black Green Lantern, for a yeah, long yeah. time in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the animation. But now they brought in Jessica Cruz. Ah, oh, okay. So she's like kind of the central person of this mm-hmm. movie. It's cool. It's cool. Animated it's, DC movies are so good. If they could just capture that lightning in a bottle and put it into their live action movies. But yeah. it's like not happening. Oh, well. It, it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Yes. This concludes the latest episode of blurred up if you want to find us we are on facebook at b-l-e-r-d-u-b also on twitter at b-l-e-r-d-u and we're on instagram at b-l-e-r-d period u-p please tell us what you think of the movie in the comments and we'll see you next time peace peace later